I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Brief. We're going to talk about the ongoing war in Gaza and what the implications of this are uh, likely to be in the days ahead. First of all, you've you've probably seen the photos of uh, very heavy damage to parts of the the main areas, inhabited areas of Gaza, uh, serious destruction from these airstrikes. Israelis have called up 300,000 reservists, and they're going to be making their way through what will be a hellish urban warfare landscape. Uh, this is a part of what's coming that I think not that many people have really prepared for. Uh, this group, Hamas, is a guerrilla warfare unit essentially. I mean, this is what they, uh, this is what they train in. Uh, unconventional, obviously, terrorist tactics, but they'll be using their familiarity with this terrain and their ability to set up in advance to try to bring about heavy Israeli casualties in the in these forces. We also know that they have hostages that they have seized. Uh, over 150 is the reporting that we've seen so far, and there are a number of missions and efforts underway to try to get those hostages. That obviously complicates matters, though, because you don't want to have hostages hostages who are casualties from, say, an airstrike in this process. So there have to be precautions taken as a result of that, as well as the Israelis taking precautions to limit general civilian casualties to the greatest degree possible 
in Gaza. But I do think that given the atrocities that Hamas has committed against Gaza, uh, well, the atrocities and the attack, the uh, sneak attack that we've seen, I'm sorry, that Hamas committed against Israel, uh, the Israelis are going to be even more willing to uh, go with attacks and strikes that have risks. There will be risks entailed in these uh, in these moves. Uh, there'll be risks to some of the civilian population. Uh, we know that there is an effort to try to get some of these civilians out through Egypt, through the land border crossing. Um, understandably, there's a lot of complications here with who you're going to let out. Are you going to let out people who are claiming to just be innocent civilians, but they're actually Hamas fighters? Uh, I think that Israel's ability here um, to both bring together its intelligence, air superiority, and its exceptionally capable ground forces means that it is up for this fight. It is ready to take this fight to the enemy. But this could get very complicated very quickly if that northern front with Hezbollah were to open up. Hezbollah is better armed, better equipped, better trained than Hamas is and would be able to fire so many rockets, so many missiles at Israel that it would overwhelm some of the capabilities of the Iron Dome. Iron Dome is obviously not a perfect system. Sometimes there are things that, will there are rockets, there are missiles that will get through and those cause civilian casualties and damage. So the possibility of Hezbollah entering this conflict is uh, a very concerning, that's a very concerning development. It's why Tony Blinken has gone over to this part of the world. That's why Tony Blinken is over there negotiating uh, right now, trying to do what he can on behalf of the Biden administration to prevent this escalation into a wider war. Because the way things go here, if it's dominoes, you have Hamas already igniting this conflict with the most horrific terrorist attack we've seen since 9-11. Now you have the possibility of Hezbollah entering. Remember, Hezbollah is a proxy force effectively, of Iran. It is an extension of Iranian aims in the region. And Hezbollah works very closely and is trained by the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Quds Force. Quds Force, Quds, by the way, means Jerusalem in Arabic, uh, or in in this case, uh, I I guess, I think it's probably the same in Farsi, I don't know. The point is, Quds Force is about Jerusalem. um, And they use IRGC Quds Force training. That's the external operations arm of the IRGC um, and they so they have made Hezbollah's capabilities even stronger even higher than they would otherwise be just through uh, direct resource support you know giving them munitions things like that uh, so they have advanced uh, tactics explosives training so Hezbollah expanding would be a major escalation beyond that there's the very real possibility that you could see more direct Iranian involvement remember the Iranians sent have sent militia um, into Iraq or they've really trained and then infiltrated their own militias into Iraq. Um, they have sent fighters to Syria. Uh, they have backed the Houthi militants in Yemen. So the and a lot of this through the IRGC Quds Force. So Iran has long standing practice and ties of assisting these terrorist elements in the region directly with men, material and force. So we could see that. Now, what would the Israeli response be? 
what happens if Israel starts going after Iran directly? Um, we will discuss this more in a second. You know, we're seeing where the budget is and we're seeing where the deficit is going. Uh, another massive increase in our nation's debt. It's only going to cause future interest rates to rise again. Our government's going to print and borrow more money, decreasing the value of our dollar further. You're powerless in all of this and left to protect the value of your savings and retirement accounts with, well, what exactly? You got to think of a strategy. Purchasing gold is your best strategy. You can purchase it directly for your 401k, for instance. And of course, you can always purchase and take possession of physical gold. Call the Oxford Gold Group. It's who I use. It's who I trust. The call is free and the people on the receiving end of the call are knowledgeable and trustworthy. 833-707-GOLD. 833-707-GOLD. They make it easy. They've been at this a long time. They can arrange for easy, discreet delivery to your home. One more time with that number, 833-707-G-O-L-D, the Oxford Gold Group, 833-707-GOLD. So Blinken is over there right now uh, in the Middle East, and he's doing what he can to try to prevent this from being a broader uh, a broader war. Uh, so he's in Israel trying to discuss what the next steps are. Obviously, we're taking a position of solidarity here with the Israelis, as we should. Israel is on the side of civilization. Hamas is on the side of barbarism. Uh, in this conflict, I think it couldn't be more clear. And so this is the way the U.S. should be acting. We should be going to the aid <clears throat> excuse me, of our ally Israel and doing everything that we can. Um, but we also don't want this to expand into a broader conflict, bring about a whole lot more casualties and create uh, much more destruction in the region. This is a war between Israel and Hamas right now. We do not want it to be a war between Israel and Hamas and then a bunch of others coming in on Hamas's behalf. Uh, we also have to be aware of the extent to which we're willing to engage here and what we're willing to do on behalf of our ally. Uh, as we know, U.S., Entanglements in the Middle East now for decades have brought us to some uh, very, very unwise places in terms of uh, what our strategy has been, whether it's the 20-year war in Afghanistan, uh, the regime change war in Iraq, the regime change war in Libya. So there's a little bit of a, of a hesitation, I think, and, and rightly so, whenever you're talking about matters of war and peace, how involved are we going to get in this? I'm sure there'll be special operations, um, off books, so to speak, working closely with the Israelis. I, that would be my expectation. That's the right thing. But I think there also will be some limitations placed on how far we're willing to go on behalf of our ally Israel here. Uh, basically, you know, we don't want the U.S. to directly engage in this war. The Israelis can handle it. We're going to give them the uh, material, the support, the intelligence uh, assistance, whatever it is that they need in order to bring about the, the most efficient conclusion to this uh, conflict once they have achieved the goal, which is the eradication of Hamas, and that should be the goal on all of this. Um, I want to talk about Biden, though, for a second here and, and what this is all a reminder of Biden as commander-in-chief. Will we see a new currency system introduced by the Biden administration before the end of the year? According to former Wall Street insider and digital currency expert Tika Tiwari, that could well happen. We might see Biden administration members introducing a new digital dollar, 
The business publication Business Insider has also confirmed this, saying the U.S. Treasury's efforts to create a U.S. digital currency could be imminent. Tika Tawari believes the official announcement could come sometime this fall. That's why he's posted an online video to help you prepare. See, uh, see it at a website set up that's just for this purpose. Go to dollarrecall.com, watch the video the mainstream media doesn't want you to see, and learn how to opt out of this digital dollar. That website, again, is dollarrecall.com, dollarrecall.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Now, Joe Biden's the president. He is the commander-in-chief. This is a moment where the decision-making of Joe Biden as commander-in-chief could have uh, major implications for a lot of people, could be a difference-maker in a whole range of ways. And you'd like to think, you'd like to believe that you have with Joe Biden somebody who has a baseline of competency, who has a baseline understanding of what the regional issues are. But then you look at this guy, and you realize he's not just too old to be president. And I mean cognitively too old. I mean mentally. He's too old to do any job that's stressful and requires judgment, endurance, um, and, and ability to you know, really focus and have tremendous energy to expend on something. He, he's too old to, to have for any of that. And so this goes back to what a crazy situation we're in here because I, I still do believe that the Democrat mindset is, as long as it's not Trump, it's fine, and therefore will support Joe Biden. They will push for Joe Biden. They will do everything they can in order to make sure that he is the president of the United States because they figure that the system, um, the system is what's really going to run things. So it doesn't matter whether Biden is capable or not. It doesn't matter whether Biden actually is in a position to make decisions that are for the benefit of the country, right? Because other people are going to be the ones that are making the real calls. But when you start to see now a second war break out, right? We already have Ukraine-Russia, and that's something of a, in a stalemate situation. It's trench warfare. I get it. We already have that underway. And I think you can make a very clear case that, or make a very strong case, that this would not have occurred if... Donald Trump was president. I do think that that's fair. I do not think that Vladimir Putin would have gone into Russia the way that he did if Trump were president. I think with Biden, he saw weakness. He saw somebody who he could see steps ahead. He could see several moves ahead on the chessboard and was not concerned about what the response would be. So this is where you realize the term, the, the, the title commander in chief, it has real meaning. It has real meaning. This is the guy who, pardon the expression, the buck is supposed to stop with. And with Russia, Ukraine, we're already, we're having massive expenditures. And there's always in the background the possibility of some miscalculation or escalation there. There is no end in sight to that conflict. And that has happened on Biden's watch. And now we have hopefully the ability to contain what's going on with Israel and Gaza, but beyond, you know, uh, beyond the immediate, we, we don't know what's going to happen, right? We don't know what's going to happen in this war between Israel and, and Hamas, and to have Biden and some of his senior advisors be the ones that are supposed to be 
helping to calm things down and to help help our allies, help Israel face down this evil and make sure that it doesn't turn into a broader conflagration. I don't have faith in the Biden administration. I don't have faith in the people who are calling the shots and who are in charge. So I think it's important that we all see this for what it is. This is an incompetent Biden administration with a poor, with a weak foreign policy. The only places on foreign policy that it has done a good job are things that are effectively a continuation of Trump policies, like with China. So it just didn't mess things up, but that's not something I think that people would necessarily view as um, you know, inherently um, something to celebrate, right? I mean, just not destroying things is not a very, is, that's not a very high bar. So I'm continuing to, uh, look, continuing to watch this very closely and am very hopeful the Israelis are able to eradicate Hamas, capture or kill all leadership, and, and end this threat to their south once and for all without Hezbollah or any of the other players getting further involved in it. And we'll watch this closely. Just one more word from a sponsor before we go here. Um, as you can see, I shaved. I shaved once this week. You know what I used? One blade shave. I know it's starting to grow back a little bit. But you see, one blade is super high quality stuff. Big razor companies have been lying to us for decades, saying that more blades equals better shaves. But it's just not true. And those blades are tearing up your skin. One Blade's state-of-the-art, award-winning razor design makes single-edge shaving completely natural and effortless. These razors have a patented pivoting, pivoted head that hugs the skin, ensures the blade is always the correct angle all by itself. One Blade's refill plan means you'll get blades sent directly to your door whenever you need them. Get a discount on your blades with your sign-up. All orders have a 60-day return policy, whether you use all of your blades or none of your blades. To elevate your shave experience, get 20% off your One Blade order, Go online to onebladeshave.com slash buck. That's one spelled out, O-N-E, onebladeshave.com slash buck to get 20% off your first order. That's the Buck Brief. Shields high. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.